Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Don't tell me! And welcome to yet another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown booking podcast hosted by us. I am Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is Little Mac Key Man Freddy. Oh, is this because I just watched the the, the Smash Ultimate uh, uh, direct? Uh, no. I, wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. Why would you say such a thing? I'm just saying you're a big fan of Little Mac's Punch Out. I mean. Yes, and also I main Little Mac and Smash Bros, so yes. Oh, I totally knew that. I mean, that's just a coincidence <laughs> that that's happening right now in this particular instance. Anyway, all that aside, good nickname. It took me about ten minutes to come up with that nickname. <laughs> Glad to see you're putting effort into these now. How dare you? Hold a on. whole ten minutes. Hold on. I take offense, sir. <laughs> I take gosh dang offense. Um, Okay, well, welcome, everyone, to our Survivor Series special pay-per-view special show. Who's going to be the Survivor? And who's going to be the series? (laughs) SmackDown's going to be the Survivor, and Raw is going to be the series. I mean, looking at this Raw team of Bobby Lashley, Kurt Hawkins, Constable Corbin, Ty Dillinger, and R-Truth, Raw is gonna be this series. Raw, if if we somehow don't, if if our men's Survivor Series does not win that matchup, I don't know what's gonna happen. We we, we need to make some adjustments. That, we need to trade our our people harder. We got Nakamura, Balor, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, and Rusev, and if they lose, I'm gonna lose my hair from ripping it out of my skull. Our team is amazing. Their team is like, eh. I mean, they got the perfect 10, but this team's a perfect four. <laughs> Get dunked on, nerds. <laughs> anyways, anyways, thank you all for listening to this Survivor Series pay-per-view special. That's right, it is our Survivor Series show um, where we have champions versus champions. Um, a Survivor Series matches of men's and women's, and we have a Raw match and an amazing SmackDown match. Uh, where we have to book all these things, uh, figure out the card order, and book them all. And we'll get into how we're going to do all that later. But right now, um, um, let's talk about our pre-show. Mikey, first off, let's review some shows. First off, Mikey, thoughts on Crown Jewel? 
No. Moving on. <laughs> Thoughts on Evolution? Uh, yes. Evolution was great. I, well, I watched the whole thing, and I had a wonderful time watching it. Actually, I watched the whole thing, minus the Ronda Rousey-Nikki Bella match, because I had to watch it after the fact. So I started watching at, like, 11, and I fell asleep to, uh, by the time it was uh, Nikki Ronda, because it was just so late. Mm-hmm. But... I kind of figured Ronda was going to win, so I didn't really care that I missed it. I just, I'm glad I saw the rest of it, though. That's, that is fair. Uh, uh, but you can see this match fully, I believe, if it's still on there, on the WWE's YouTube channel. So you can totally check out Ronda Rousey defeating Nikki Bella. Well, let's talk about that much right off the bat. Uh, of what you saw of it, any thoughts? Uh, I thought it was amazing. I had a, it was a good pay-per-view. Um, I wish the... The whole, like, stage and, like, arena setup they had was more, had more of a pop. It kind of just looked like a random house show setup. Like, it wasn't, it felt like nothing special when it was, like, really something special. I've heard that same complaint online that some people didn't really like the stage setup because it did feel house showy. Yeah, it um, didn't feel like a, it didn't feel like a pay-per-view. Like, it should, they should have, like, made it. I don't know. I feel like they should have put a little more effort into what the stage looked like. It was just like a regular set, like a regular house show set with like two signs that evolution. And that was it. Conversely, they did have a different arena. They did. They, I mean, not a different arena. They did have a different um, uh, 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 stage. They did have a different setup than they usually do for pay-per-views. And it maybe didn't have a pay-per-view feel, and maybe felt more house showing at times, but it they did have a different stage to normal pay per views, I guess. Yeah, it was different. There was no like ramp. It was a shorter like it was like a flat walk to the ring. There was no like big long like extra ramp or like anything crazy. But it, it was it was de- it was definitely different. But it didn't like I said, it wasn't special. Nothing. Now, Belt. also, according to reports, however, which is very interesting, which may be added into the house show feel to an extent, that uh, there is a report going around that um, the production crew of NXT worked on Evolution. Interesting. Which may explain the... That would make more sense. Yeah, which would explain the set and would also definitely explain the fact that the, the arena stage was all... Uh, the lights route for the arena so you couldn't mm-hmm. see the fans yeah that was definitely that that took me off guard i wasn't i wasn't ready for that but that was definitely a cool touch um mm-hmm. it did help me focus on a lot of the matches like most were pretty good i enjoyed a lot of the matches well then let's go uh, through through them real quick then right off the bat trish stratus and lita defeating mickey james and alicia fox who was definitely in this match and not like last week that came out real at late after they revealed Alexa Bliss being in it. Yeah, that was that was weird. Um, but that match was pretty good for all things considered. Uh, even though Alicia Fox didn't have the heat that Alexa would have had going in, uh, I still thought it was a pretty good match, and uh, everyone put their best foot forward, I think, and did a really put on a good show. Um. I, I did hear reports that Lita and uh, Trish Stratus are going to stick around until Mania, which I kind of really 
don't want, surprisingly enough. Because uh, their women's division is already kind of... The way they book the women's division is already kind of garbage, and I don't think they need more people. I don't think they need two legends in it, I get Like, two quote like legends. Well, I'm not going to say quote-unquote legends, because they are. But... It's like it's kind of like the whole Undertaker Kane situation and trip and DX situation. Like let your new people shine and stop going back to the past with this nostalgia trip on all these old superstars. Now, Mikey, I'm going to fight you on this one. I got a bold brash meatball of a pitch here. Okay. What you got? I've seen the same I've seen the same reports. There's apparently there are plans for Trish Stratus and Lita at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I've also seen reports saying that at SmackDown, Raw, and Evolution this past week, WWE has been giving out signs that read, we want women's tag team championships. Yes, uh, there was one at the Mixed Match Challenge. Uh, they Charlotte held up the sign. It was like a, it was like a phenomenal flair sign, but... On the back of it, it said we want women's championships. Yes. So what I'm saying is, here's my pitch for WrestleMania. Trish and Lita versus best friends Sasha Banks and Bayley for the women's tag team championships. Okay. That's my pitch. That's that's what I'm leading up to. Is that I believe that is what we could be leading towards. I do like that. And I would love to see women's tag team title belts. Um, I'm putting my flag in the ground now. <laughs> that that's I'm calling it here today on this day, November something. What no, day is it? November first, dude. November first recording. Never remember November fourth of a release. Flag in the ground. WrestleMania. Trish Stratus and Lita versus Bailey and Sasha Banks for the women's tag team championships. Thoughts, Mikey? I mean, I like it. I think it's a good idea. Like, it'd be a cool match to watch. I'm just trying to think of how they're going to... I'm just trying to think of, like, how they would do the, the women's tag. Would they, they would probably make it cross-branded, right? I I think that's how it should be done. Personally, I think that's how it should be done, cross-branded. Because, I mean, the women's division, obviously, it's still, compared to the men, still small. It's much bigger than it has been in the past. But it is still relatively small, so you have tag teams that include that takes up four people off your roster if they have a match at some point. We have a lot of tag teams that exist. I uh, naturally like best friends Sasha Banks uh, and Bailey. The whole Alexa Bliss, Mickey James situation with Alicia Fox, mm. um, the Iconics, um, yada yada yada. There's a bunch of other tag teams. Um, so I think a cross branded situation would be ideal. Maybe. Maybe I don't know how you would do that. Maybe you have the the my weary with that is that will start start this cross pollination of shows, and at some point we'll get Raw and SmackDown to one roster again, which I think is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's my concern with that. But I don't know how else he would do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to see a match between Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville and Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan because they're basically the exact same stable. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> next up, a, a battle royal for a women's championship opportunity. Nia Jax stands tall against 20 other women, past and present. 
Um, thoughts on Nia Jax winning, and I guess looking like she's gonna go after Ronda Rousey to get re- to get back her Raw Women's Championship. I mean, I liked it. It was a good battle royal. Um, it was cool to see all the all the legends again. But like I said, the battle royal, I still, I still, it still leaves a bad taste in my mouth because it's like you had a whole pay per view to fit in all these people, and you didn't. Like, it's supposed to be this women's revolution, women's freaking pay-per-view, only women's pay-per-view, and they gave the Battle Royal spot to the women again, like they do in every other pay-per-view. Like, it just felt, eh. Yeah, I see what you're saying, that we had all this time, we've had months, really. I think she announced it in July, was the announcement? Yeah, I of, think so. Of this show? Yeah, it was. it was a while. July 23rd is when we announced Evolution. We had all this time to do it, yet we got to a 20-woman battle royal as being on the show. Granted, we had a lot of other great matches, but, you know, we could have also had a ember Oscar match. We could have had a uh, Naomi Molina, if she was, able, she was available, match. Yeah. We had other matches on the board, and we didn't do it. Um, who knows? That's that's a that's a WWE thing, I guess. Uh, yeah. Whether or not what they're doing with that situation. Um, granted, at the same time, in their in play devil's advocate, um, a lot of the people that came back: Alundra Blaze, Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, Trish, not, uh, not Trish Stratus, but um, um, Tori Wilson, um, yada yada yada. A lot of these people haven't wrestled in years, or the last time they wrestled, I guess, was the Royal Rumble. Um, mm-hmm. So, like limited fighting abilities because they've been retired for so long so yeah could they have do you think it would have been better to put these um retirees i guess in a uh a full-fledged match where they had they might reveal some of their weaknesses again or i don't know that's that's how i'm feeling about it is that yeah a battle royal is not great maybe take out some of the newer people like oscar and ember moon but then also it's like it helps hide it helps keep that nostalgic pop for these Tori Wilsons, Kelly Kellys, Michelle McCool's, Alundra Blazes, but also helps hide some of the facts that uh, you haven't wrestled in years. Yeah. <laughs> there was one spot where I thought it was really funny. It was like right in the beginning, I think, where it was like supposed to be like the old school legends versus like the new school women, you know, and they all went after each other. But then in the quarter, it was just lana and ember moon fighting and i was like wait <laughs> someone did like not they, get like the they message had, like they had, no it was like they had too many too many new women for the the, the, the the legends in the ring so they just kind of went off to the side and just stayed in the corner they stayed in the corner for like i think like five six minutes like just straight it was so funny that's hilarious that is so funny just lana and ember moon like like throwing like some elbows here and there and attempting to throw each other over. It was it was really funny to watch. God. Oh Lana. It's weird how they're like building Nia Jax to go after Rhonda, but also building a feud with Tamina at the same time. Yeah, oh I see what you're saying. That But then they also had that like Yeah. Yeah, like they and they also had a match on Raw where it was like it almost looked like she was going after Ember too. Like how many rivalries are you gonna put this woman in? Yeah, that 
Yeah, I don't know what they're doing with that. I guess maybe a, like a thing where like, oh, Tamina might cost Nia Jax the thing, or maybe it'll take Tamina and Nia Jax to take down Ronda Rousey. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not sure what we're doing with the, all this stuff. But uh, I guess we'll wait and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, next up, a May Young Classic Tournament final match with Io Shirai being defeated by Tony Storm. Come on, we all knew that match was going to be good. Of course, that match is going to be baller as hell. Tony Storm is awesome. I love her. She's great. We all knew that Io match Shirai, was going to be good. Awesome. There, was no, there was no doubt that match was going to be good. They were both great, and they put on a great match, and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Every gosh dang They freaking tore the house down. It was great. It was great. Um, what more to say than uh, an amazing, beautiful match uh, with Tony Storm defeating Io Shirai? What, what more to say than it was Tony Storm versus Io Shirai? Yeah. I mean, on paper, on paper, it was one of those matches that literally lived up to the hype. Because on paper, you're like, that's going to be a great match. It was a great match. It like went in, it like went in on the Excitro meter with a 4 out of 4 and came out with a review poll of 4 out of 4. <laughs> nice nice my dude uh next up a six-woman tag match banks bailey and natalia defeating the riot squad of ruby riot Liv morgan and sarah logan stop making the riot squad lose <laughs> they i believe they also lost that super showdown and they also lost on the raw following evolution that's true that is true it was like it was like riot squad mickey it was it was riot squad mickey and alicia versus Trish, Lita, Banks, Natalia, and Bailey, and they lost again. <laughs> yeah, I'm so tired of watching the Riot Squad lose. Like they're so good, just let them have one victory. Yeah, Riot Squad in a sticky situation where it's like, oh, they'll get into sort of like a fifty-fifty, or I guess maybe a thirty-three, thirty-three, thirty-three percent booking, <laughs> and then they'll have a match, and then they'll lose it, like. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's really making the Riot Squad not look strong here, guys. Yeah. I mean, it's like what makes them strong is that they'll just come out and just attack people, I guess. Yeah, like, like they put on good matches and they do good teamwork and they do good fighting. But like every time they do good fighting, it's like, oh, the face kicks out and triumphs in like one or two moves. And it's like, come on. Mm hmm. Don't kick them while, like stop kicking them while they're down. Like just let them have their push. Like, they're so good. Uh, nice callback to Brie Bella. Oh. <laughs> do you like my reference, Mikey? Mikey, did yes. you like my reference? Mikey, did you yes. like my reference? Not stop kicking them when good. they're down, Brie Bella. Is that a good reference to make? It was good. God, it, was... it was good. It, it like like Brie like Brie terrifying. Bella knocking out Brie Bella lo- knocking out Liv Morgan is like what WWE is doing to the Riot Squad. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Terrifying imagery. Uh, next up, a match that you predicted would tear the house down. NXT Women's Championship match. Kyrie Sane uh, losing to Shayna Baszler. Not in this, not tapping out, but just, you know, fading, blacking out, essentially. It surprised me that Shayna Baszler won. I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I yep, surprised was not me expecting too. That. I was expecting a call-up. I was expecting a call up for Baszler. That's that's what I was expect. I was expecting after she after she lost. I was expecting a Kyrie call up. That's also true. That is also true. 
And I think I think either one of those two is ready to be called up. Like they're both very good. Mm-hmm. I think, like I said, I thought I definitely thought Kyrie was getting the call up on on all the next night, but yeah, she didn't. And I don't know what they're doing. She wasn't on NXT either. No, she was not. No, she was not. Um, here's my thought right off the bat: we had the ending of the match involved two other the two other members of 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 the four horsemen women of UFC to help Baszler get the win here essentially. Yeah. Um that looks looks like we might have a 3 on 1 situation, but Kyrie Sane's of course friends of Io Shirai, that's 3 on 2, we'll throw in another person, I don't know who will be. Um a 3 on 3 match, maybe some sort of war game situation coming that up. That would be cool. I'd be into that. Who knows? Who knows? Also, I would love that war. Speaking of war games, I'm hype. I'm real excited. You're hype. I'm real excited. Undisputed Era versus War Raiders, Ricochet and Pete Dunne inside war games. That's gonna be insanity. It's going to be. I. It's gonna be crazy. I mean, Undisputed Era were amazing the first re- roundabout. Throw in War Raiders, throw in Ricochet, throw in War Raiders and their athleticism. You I'll know be... Ricochet is going to do like a shooting star press off the top of the cage. I'm about to say, imagine what Ricochet is going to do in War Games. It's going to be insane. Oh, and then oh, you can't even don't tell me he's going to do some weird move where he's going to like one person like Adam Cole's going to be in the other ring, Ricochet's in the other ring. They're in two other rings. Ricochet runs up and then does like a. He jumps on one thing of ropes, does like a front flip, lands on the second thing of ropes, does like another back flip, and then lands on Adam Cole. Oh, definitely. He's gonna he's gonna do some crazy like inhuman stuff because that's just Ricochet. Of course, naturally, that's what he does. Um, but yes, uh, <laughs> I'm very excited for War Games, and hopefully, we'll get some sort of Baszler Sane situation at War Games. I guess we'll mm-hmm. find out. What happens there? Uh, next up, um, we already tar- talked a little bit about Rousey and Bella since we didn't watch much of it. But probably the what should have been the main event, probably, probably almost definitely the best match of the night. Becky Lynch defeats Charlotte Flair to become the last woman standing and retains the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Mikey, her thoughts? Dude, that match was absolutely just insane. Yeah. Like that that's one of it's one of the best matches I've seen period. Like not even just women's. Like I just thought it was just an amazing match. Like they tore the, they tore the roof off the place and it was an amazing match with a bunch of crazy spots that I would not have thought that would ever be like a thing they would do with the women. <laughs> like that leg drop off the ladder through the announce table was like nuts <laughs> yeah it was in, it was quite arguable arguably one of the best women's matches of all times at least in uh, wwe yeah definitely at least in wwe definitely that's definitely going in like the history books that was very very good if you had to make a guess um or a preference i guess which was a better match? 
Bailey, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. Dude, I don't know. They were both. They were both really, really good. I don't know. I can't even make a call on that one. Um, I'm looking it up now. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, also, that that think? that great spot where they started throwing all the chairs in the ring and the crowd started chanting ECW was really, really good. Yeah, right. It's great. It was so good. It was so good. Um, and then they got the wide shot of them both okay. throwing the chairs in. Oh, so good. So to throw in a little wrinkle to maybe what's the best women's match of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's let's look at everyone's favorite, <laughs> everyone's favorite uh, wrestling rater, Dave Meltzer. Uh-huh. He rated he has rated Bailey Sasha Banks in the past four and a half stars. Okay. He gave Charlotte Flair Becky Lynch four point seven five stars. Of course, this being one person's opinion, but uh, according to Dave. Becky and Flair put on quite the show. Yeah. And was just a, a tinsy bit better. Yeah, it was that was an insane match. Yes. Uh I believe my I, I did like the ending as well. Uh Becky Lynch power bombing Charlotte Flair through the table on the outside, just like how Becky lost her title um versus Char- uh versus Alexa Bliss at TLC a, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. The 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 storytelling there. Uh, and then also continuing the storytelling, continuing on SmackDown Live uh, that following Tuesday with Charlotte Flair. Not sure if she wants to be the captain of Survivor Series because, hey, I don't, I don't think I deserve it right now. I lost fair and square. I'm not sure if I that that comeback story of a champion. It's exciting stuff. Plus, that allows Becky to move on to other people. Mm-hmm. Finally, I was I was waiting for it. I want Becky to have a new rival. Like I love the Becky Charlotte feud. But I want to see Becky start tearing through the women's division, like everybody, you know, like it makes them look like a stronger, more versatile champion when you could take on more than one person. Mikey, let's let's do some uh, thoughts here. Do you think Becky will keep the title till WrestleMania? I don't see any reason why she shouldn't. Okay, why is that? Because I think I think it's proven to be that Becky could be a strong champion and she's huge and she's amazing at her role right now and i think we could if we save it till wrestlemania and becky takes a break from charlotte we can get a good wrestlemania match of like charlotte versus becky again but like charlotte trained up and was like i'm done losing to becky now it's my time again you know like charlotte went through all this turmoil and all this and just losing to losing to becky all this fighting if she just steps back and is like i'm going to train and I'm going to beat Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, and I'm going to be the queen again, that would be insane. Are you at all terrified, like I am, about Becky Lynch's reign, knowing that there were reports of WrestleMania match being Charlotte Flair versus Ronda? A little bit. Um, It does make me kind of... I'm very terrified. (laughs) Yeah, I really want to see... A WrestleMania match where it's Charlotte and Becky, honestly. Right, right. That would, like make it make it like that is Charlotte Flair Becky three. Yeah, so we had last make one that's standing. A big one. Make that like a, I don't know, I don't know, empty arena match. I don't know, Iron Woman match maybe. 
like the oh Bailey, an Sasha Iron one. Woman match would be perfect probably. Mm-hmm. Give him a thirty. Give him a thirty minute Iron Woman match. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Or you think they would do another like first time thing? That that I mean I don't know how much for how many first times we have left. That's what uh, I'm, that's what I'm trying to think of. Like what what else could like a first time big women's match be? Yeah, I I, like, I can't. Think I would of say like they like they down. had a. They had Extreme Rules, they had TLC, they had Money in the Bank, they had Hell in a Cell, they had Steel Cage Match. Which, let's take a moment here, Mikey. That's an amazing thing. That is a great thing. It is. That that is a very good thing that we can't can't think of anything. Mm -hmm. Neither of us can think of a single uh, last... I mean, sure, we can do an empty arena match, but those are boring. Like, the only one I can think of maybe is like the War Games match, but we might have that at War Games. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just think I, that is a really good thing. You're right. Uh, but, like, out of the main matches that we can't think of anything, that's pretty dope. <laughs> that's uh, – and I'm ma- we're getting to this point now where it's like, cool, let, let's keep this going. I, I hope that we don't lose this momentum. Like, we have the women's pay-per-view, which was a banger, which I hopefully was good money-wise so they can do another one. Um, mm. Plus – you have all these first first evers happening that have big potential and stuff. I hope like now that we are running out of first evers, let's keep the momentum going and keep this division thriving. Mm-hmm. That's that's I that's agree. the hope, and I hope we can do the Apparently. same for our own show. Um, yeah. and figure out our women's roster situation. <laughs> oh, we need to do that so bad. Our undercard, our undercard is such such a terrifying, but. That is besides the point. That was WWE Evolution, an amazing women's pay per view. We both really hope there's a, a sequel or a squeakquel. Evolution, the squeakquel. <laughs> they all have to dress up as chipmunks. Yo, I, I would, I would, I would buy a tiered purchase WWE Network just for. I'll buy fourteen ninety nine just for a squeakquel. <laughs> it's just, it's just Evolution, the second Evolution pay per view, but it, they just change the pitch and post. So the whole thing yep. sounds like it's all chipmunks. Uh, what a they weird transition. It. Yeah. <laughs> what a transition out of this. Uh, when we come back, I guess, um, we will book our Survivor Series pay-per-view. Exciting stuff coming up. We will finally book our Survivor Series. We'll get the show order down. and We'll figure out how the hell we're going to pick the winners of each match exciting stuff let us take a break and when we come back we'll do all that stuff okay see ya and we are back we mikey this is our survivor series special pay-per-view thank you everyone for listening it is time for us mikey to figure out this show uh we have a lot going on here mikey i guess first things first is to pick up the show order are you down for this are you down to hit those books let's hit them q q uh uh i don't want to add more extra work for you in post anyways <laughs> moving on uh, uh quick some nickelback song these are two survivor series i don't know uh, let's first things first 
Um, we obviously have a lot of booking here to do. Let's go down this show in no particular order. We have to figure out this card order, but no in particular order. These are the matches we have booked for this show. First off, the WWE Champion AJ Styles versus the Universal Champion Dean Ambrose. That's right, Dean Ambrose is the Universal Champion um, in a Champion versus Champions match at Survivor Series. We also have in a Champion versus Champion match Rey Mysterio, the U.S. Title holder versus Jeff Hardy, the intercontinental champion in a high flying spectacle. I presume, I presume Jeff Hardy is going to jump off the top of the arena onto the concrete parking lot and survive. Um, <laughs> and then go to, and then go do his match. <laughs> <laughs> that was just, that was just his pre-show. That was just him warming up. <laughs> that's, uh, next that's his, up, that's his warm up. He just swallows off the arena. Oh my God. Uh, next up in a, a tag team versus tag team champion match, the bar versus the club. Uh, I imagine a hard, unlike the high flying one, this will be a hard hitting match. Um, and, a, and then in a technical oh, match, in a technical match that we predicted that we got to, and just like WWE also got to great minds think alike, Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. That match is going to be fire. It's going to be straight fire. Straight fire. Nice. Straight fire. Um, of course, we have uh, some sort of Raw match. Raw gets their own match to book. We have no idea what that is. That's just a placeholder in our, our card. Um, so we have no idea what mm-hmm. that match is. But we know that our SmackDown match is The Miz versus Daniel Bryan. That's exciting stuff. Um we also have the women's Survivor Series match. Representing Raw, we have Sonya mm-hmm. Deville, Sasha Banks, Dana Brooke, Peyton Royce, and Billy Kay. The Raw team is iconic. Representing women of SmackDown, <laughs> Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Nia Jax, Lana, and of course, Nikki Bella. So that is the... Interesting. Yes, that is the women's Survivor Series match. Uh, uh, a team that had a lot of things happening to it. Uh, we finally figured out what they're doing and who is on that team. <laughs> One, I, 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 I would assume months ago, Mikey, when we were like, oh, well, let's go to Survivor Series. None of us would have guessed this being the team. Um, no. Very interesting. Um, next up, in our, our, not in order, but in some weird order, uh, men's Survivor Series match, Bobby Lashley, Kurt Hawkins, Constable Corbin, Ty Dillinger, and R-Truth, all representing Raw, mm-hmm. versus... Also, just a Buck Wild team. That team is insane. Insanity is what's happening over there. Versus a team of Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, and Rusev. A.K.A. the Dream Team. The dream team, even though a lot of these people have been in rivalries <laughs> with each other. Uh, it's fine. That's it's Everything's fine. cool. Um, so, Mikey, first things first is we got to figure out, we got to put this card order together. Um, it's This is going to be a tough mm-hmm. one, I think, for us uh, because this is our first combined show, our big four combined show of Survivor Series. So obviously, yes. like knowing what Raw's doing or knowing what they want to do is difficult. Um, so we're gonna have to do a lot of, um, I guess, figuring out and sort of make, not yep. really randomization, 
but sort of just flipping coins of being like, oh, who's going to be the winner? Um, because mm-hmm. we don't know what Raw's storylines are. We don't know what we should do. Certainly, we would love... I bet you all of us would love SmackDown Live, every, all of SmackDown to win this pay-per-view, but we know that is impossible. Yep. So so we got to yeah. do something to allow Raw to pick some winners. So first off, let's figure out this card order and get this established. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, we have a pre-show match. I want to say it's the, this random single Raw match, but it could be a SmackDown match. I don't know. I don't know what match it would be. Yeah, dude. <laughs> At all, I'm gonna let's look at. Let me look at Survivor Series of old. Let me look at last year's Survivor Series to see what the event consist, what the matches consisted of. Survivor Series of old, a year ago. <laughs> Survivor Series of old had, Jesus Christ, uh, had a total of ten matches, uh, three of which were on the pre-show. Which, now that I think about it, I'm guessing also we're going to have an additional match that is a Cruiserweight Championship match, a 205 Live match. Yeah, 205 match on the pre-show. That's probably going to go on the pre-show. Sorry, 205 Live. We we love you, but sorry. Yeah. We got to face the facts here, buddies. Um. So this means we get to... Honestly... Okay, so in this pre-show, we had the 205 Live match, we had a Raw match, and we had a SmackDown match. So maybe mm-hmm. both Raw and SmackDown's going on the pre-show. Um, interesting. Yeah. Let me look at let me look at 2016 and see what their matches were like. This one had a 205 Live match. It also had a SmackDown match. Okay, so it only had a SmackDown match. So Mikey, what are we thinking here? I'm right now off the bat. It looks like we might have three shows on our pre, three matches in our pre-show. One of those matches being the Miz versus Daniel Bryan. That doesn't feel right whatsoever. No, it doesn't. Maybe Raw could take the pre-show on this one. Yeah, I think in Raw and Two Hundred Five Live is our pre-show. Yeah, maybe like some weird side match on Raw. Like I don't know some people who don't matter it's hard to tell because currently on this show or currently not on this show is braun Strowman, samoa joe randy orton uh uh who else uh there's there's a number of people that you would think would be the fact that braun Strowman isn't anywhere on the card is buck wild oh my gosh it's doesn't make any sense, but that's where we're at. <laughs> that is where we are at in this segment. Uh, we don't know. We don't know what their pre-show match could be, pre-show Raw match could be, but I don't know. I don't know. It could just it's be... Zack Ryder, Zach Ryder versus Kurt Hawkins. Uh, Kurt Hawkins is busy being on the Raw SmackDown Survivor, Raw Survivor Series. <laughs> You're team. right. What, am I... <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> how dare How dare you... How dare you presume... Kurt Hawkins, the winner of at least one match, one qualifying <laughs> match. Of at least one. <laughs> what a title. The winner of at least one match in his life, Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. What a beautiful man. Okay, so our pre-show, are we setting that, setting that as that pre-show is 205 Live in a Raw match? Sure. Okay. Well, then we got a lot of other stuff to figure out. What what are you thinking in terms of card order? Anything sticking out to you? 
Um. Hmm. <laughs> My thought is that the main event should probably be one of these Survivor Series matches. I agree. Which one? I don't know. Ugh, I don't know. Part of me feels the women's. Part of me feels the women's Survivor Series match mainly because the Raw team on the men's side is but. <laughs> yeah, I think we have one open and one closed the show. Interest. Ooh, interesting. A Survivor Series opener. Yeah, I think one is match one and one is uh, the main event. Interesting. Then, then, then pitch. The men are match one, and the women are match seven. Main event. Yeah, because the men's because because the raw men's team is butt, like you said. <laughs> they're they're butt doo doo. No offense, I guess, to Kerbin. Kerbin. <laughs> Kerbin. <laughs> Constable Kerbin. Constable Kerbin. <laughs> Eat me, Constable <laughs> No offense to Constable Kerbin. Constable Bear Kerbin. I I think that's better than Dan Bryan. Honestly, I think Constable Kerbin <laughs> is my new favorite thing. So now we have. So now, in terms of names for the show, we have Dan Bryan, which cannot be changed, and also Constable Kerbin. Constable Kerbin. I'm the general manager of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> He's like 80 now. I didn't shave my head. My hair fell out. He's suddenly just 80. My, I don't like... Don't punch me in the jaw. My dentures may fall. <laughs> Elias, I'm playing that guitar. My old ears can't handle it. There's, there's hair growing out of my ears. I'm Constable Kerbin. <laughs> we have to move on. I can't do this all day, which I will. Which I will do all day. I can. So oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh I can my. and I will. I want Constable. I want Constable Kerbin to be on our show. I, fuck having AJ Styles on our on our goddamn show. Let's have Constable Kerbin. And we know AJ Styles is gonna make his way in anyway at some point. No, he, you know he's gonna butt his butt in here. You know he's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna burst through my door doing a stupid country accent. His and his stupid Georgian accent. I mean, Constable Kerbin is an OC original character. No offense to any fans with Georgian accents. No, no offense. Just AJ Styles. I'm, sh- I'm sure they have heard this show and have heard AJ Styles talk and were ne- did not at all get offended by his Georgian accent. No, I, I sure hope not. <laughs> Or old people that love Constable Kerbin. Constable Kerbin. I like how it's, I like to imagine it's also spelled differently. Yeah, it's like E R N. It's like Constable, but with an E R instead of an O. Constable Kerbin. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Please, we gotta move on. I'm thinking if our main event is this women's Survivor Series match, I'm thinking match before that, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose. Yes. That's that's our two. 
heavyweight champions that feels right in my heart Mm -hmm. and my fart good to know so we have a bunch more matches left we have the miz daniel bryan becky lynch ronda rousey bar club and Rey mysterio jeff hardy what are you feeling about these matches? I'm thinking Bar Club should be. I think I'm thinking Bar Club or Mysterio Jeff Hardy should be after the Men's Survivor Series match. Like, like immediately after. I'm gonna say Rey Mysterio Jeff Hardy because I'm so thinking the bar this is Men's match Survivor three again. Series. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're gonna be match three again. <laughs> but I'm thinking Rey Mysterio Jeff Hardy simply because they're high flying. Probably they're gonna do a lot more of a lucha style where this men's mm-hmm. Survivor Series match is probably going to be hard-hitting, especially on the SmackDown just, side. Just like the Bar versus Club also. Yeah, uh, so a little bit of a separation there might be helpful. Yeah. Um, I also think... Well, what if we do... Mm, interesting. What if we do... What if we... What, what if we... What if... Uh, <laughs> hmm. What should, we, what should go next after Rey Mysterio Jeff Hardy? A hard-hitting Bar Club match... Or a technical match, because we got really two technical matches. Here. I feel like I feel like Lynch. I feel like Lynch Razzie should be higher on the card. So I would say put them like maybe before Styles Ambrose. Okay, that leaves us with Bar and the, versus the Club and the Miz versus Daniel Bryan. I think the Miz Dan, Miz Daniel Bryan should be match four, and the Bar could be match three again. Can I get you a pitch? Switch them. Miz Daniel Bryan match three. Bar Club match four. I was just trying to, yeah, I just wanted a little separation between the champion versus champion matches, because then if you do that, we have three in a row. True. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, you're thinking champion versus champion matches. I'm thinking of match style. I'm thinking I don't want to put two technical matches back to back. Yeah, I was, okay, then we can, we can, maybe we can move Becky Lynch rather. I, yeah, I just wanted to separate the champion versus champion matches a little. So this is what I'm proposing. Jeff Hardy, Mysterio. Ms. Bryan, Club Bar, Lynch Rousey. And that is true. But then we get three champions mm-hmm. versus champion matches here. Back to back to back. Whoopsies. I screwed that up. Um Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe we should flip the bar and the club. Maybe we should do that. Yeah. I don't think and I don't think having two technical matches is gonna be bad, you know. No, I think Ms. and I think if anything. I think Becky Lynch Rousey will probably be more technical than Ms. Bryan. I, I'm sure mm-hmm. Bryan can change up the style to be. I feel like also this match will probably be more striker based, where it's going to be a lot more punching and stuff than technical prowess. Prowess. Yeah. And also interference, possibly from Canellis. Mm. I think I liked. I think I like this card better because it's like match champion champion match champion champion match. You know. Okay. So let me run down this card then. On our pre-show, the 205 Live match, whatever that may be, probably a Cruiserweight title match. Uh, then Probably Buddy Murphy versus somebody. Yeah. Mustafa Ali, maybe. Oh, God, a great match. That'd be dope. Um, next up in the pre-show as well, we have a Raw match, whatever that may be. Um, who knows? Who knows? Uh, match number one, the Men's Survivor Series match. Match number two, Mysterio versus Hardy. Match number three, The Bar versus The Club. Match number four, Miz versus Bryan. Match number five, Lynch versus Rousey. Match number six, Styles versus Ambrose. And our main event, match number seven, our Women's Survivor Series match. And that is our card order. Are we both confirming? Yeah, I think it's a good card. Perfect. 
We have we have confirmed. Ding ding gavel 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 gavel. <laughs> okay. Um well then that being the case, let us then now book these shows. Um the problem being we got to uh book these matches. We got to we don't know who could win here. So what we're going to do is just flip a bunch of coins and figure out who the winners of each matches are. Matches? Matches are. Mm-hmm. So Mikey, what do we want to do here? Uh Raw is heads, t- SmackDown is tails. Sure. Sounds good to me. And we'll do that all we'll do that all the way down. Yeah. Okay, then I will flip Except a for bunch the of coins. Brian match. Yes, of course. I'll flip a bunch of coins mm-hmm. and we'll figure out in our order, match one, match two, match three, not match four, match five, match six, and match seven, who will be the winners, and then we'll figure out how those things, how those winners actually won those matches and actually book the matches themselves. Are, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, in our men's Survivor Series match, I flipped a coin. It is loading. Still almost there. Give me a second. Google is still fl- the coin is so high into the air. <laughs> it's like it's like spinning, 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 spinning. It's just it's just flying in the air. We hit we're in slow motion now. Okay, tails. Good. SmackDown wins like they should have. Yes, SmackDown wins the men's match. Thank God. Oh yeah. Um, I'll flip another coin. Let's see how long this one takes. Um, flipping another coin, so the men, SmackDown men's wins that match, of course, makes complete gosh dang sense. Next up is heads. So Raw wins, so Jeff Hardy wins this match. Okay, Jeff Hardy wins this match. Okay, okay. I, I think that's that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. I guess that's we'll fair. figure out if, how that makes sense. Ray Mysterio, I don't know. Ray Mysterio's new, I don't know. Anyways, uh, flipping another coin. So Jeff Hardy has won that match. Interesting. We'll figure out how the hell that goes down. Next up is what? Our tag match? Yep. Uh, yes. And coin has said heads. Raw wins again. Damn it. Raw wins again. So that is who? The bar. No, not the bar. The club. God. The club wins. The God club beats the bar. It. The club Beats the bar. Gosh dang. That's fine. Totally fine. Let's flip another coin to figure out who win in this women's match of Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey. Mikey, give me your thoughts so far. Midway through the show. Midway through this this thing as this coin takes forever to flip. So far, it's pretty good. Um, I think the fact that needs to win more matches. Oh my god, I'm putting it on the spot. Ah, ah, ah. Speaking of SmackDown, Tails. Let's go, Becky. Becky Lynch defeats Ronda Rousey. Bring it back for the team. That. Oh my god, that is a great storyline for Becky. <laughs> she defeats Ronda Rousey. She is the epitome of the women's division. Interesting. Oh, let's go, Becky. Okay, let's flip another let's coin. Go. We got two more coin flips inbound. Bringing it back for SmackDown. That's a that's a great that is a great storyline for Becky, probably. Okay, I can think of storylines for the bar. I can think of Ray Mysterio, he'll be fine. Uh heads. Damn it, Dean Ambrose. 
Dean Ambrose defeats AJ Styles. I guess that makes sense that they want to they want to push Dean Ambrose a little bit. So what is so what do we got three two right now? Uh, we won the men's match, so uh, yeah, so, three yeah, two. It's three three to two. Going into the final, right. the women's match. Can the women of SmackDown defeat the women of Raw to make it an even three on three? Odds would say yes, but the coin has said no. Heads, it is. Damn it, Raw! Stop it! Fucking quit it! Uh, not a not a good day for SmackDown. Not a good day for SmackDown. The randomizer hates us apparently today. Okay. So, we have... Let's go through this real quick. We have our opening pre-show matches. Who gives a crap? Moving on, match number one. The men's Survivor Series match. SmackDown Live wins. Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy wins. The Bar vs. The Club, Club wins. The Miz and Daniel Bryan, we still gotta figure out ourselves, Mikey. Um, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Mm -hmm. Becky wins. AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Hell Dean Ambrose yes. wins, and the women's Survivor Series match, Raw wins. Becky is the only the champion old... that wins her match. Oh, she's gonna be talking about that, I assume. Wow, the only champion that won her match—that is huge. That is big, huge for big, her. Big for very big for Becky. That is a big, big old Becky win. Okay, well, mm-hmm. then let us figure out how we book these shows. So, Men's Survivor Series match, SmackDown Live wins. Let's figure out how this match goes down. I guess, first things first, who are, who is, slash who are, the sole survivors of SmackDown Live? I think it has, I think there has to be one sole survivor on the team. I think that's just the mo- the coolest moment, when it's just like, the, it comes down to like one-on-one, or like a or like a handicap ish match, and then the one person comes out on top. You're gonna hate my pitch for the the raw women winning that match. Okay, that's fine. We get we get my pitch. Well, what's your pitch on that then? Let's my raw women's really pitch was the iconics being the sole survivors. I actually love that. <laughs> it's for me. It's I. It's legitimately either Sasha Banks or the iconics being the sole survivors of the women's match. I think it'd be so funny if it was the Iconics. We do need to keep in mind, though, that this is, is the closer. The last thing people will be seeing is this: the Iconics. When you put it like that, I'm hey, I'm just I'm just trying to be neutral here. I'm I'm trying to be Switzerland. That's I'm just trying to be you know devil's advocates, neutral parties. You know, I'm just trying to do my thing. Um, I think it'd be good, uh, but if we want a good last image, I think uh, Sasha standing over and being like, I am the sole survivor would be kind of good. Well, let's, huh. let's hold off on that. Let's, let's let that simmer yeah. in the pot. Let's look back at this men's match. Who are we thinking on SmackDown Live being the sole slash sole, sole survivors? We got Nakamura. We got Balor. We got um, Rollins. We got McIntyre. We got Rusev. Who are we thinking? So it's not going to be Rusev. Nope, I don't think it's Rusev. Sorry, Rusev. I don't think it's Rusev. I don't think it's Nakamura, and I don't think it's Balor. Part of me agrees. Part of me definitely agrees. Hot pitch, coming in hot, Drew McIntyre. Not a hot pitch, because I definitely agree. 
<laughs> More of a lukewarm I, pitch then. <laughs> yeah, uh, lukewarm. Put that meatball back in the oven because I'm agreeing with you. I think McIntyre should be the sole survivor of SmackDown Live. He should be standing tall because he is this behemoth, which is interesting because he is this behemoth on SmackDown Live, yet I believe the only person that has ever beaten him, I should take that back, He is Drew McIntyre has only lost technically three times jesus he's lost Mm. three times he has only been pinned twice okay um do you have any guess of who pinned him twice was it seth rollins both times exactly both times seth rollins has been the only guy that's pinned him interesting the fact that they are maybe maybe we do a thing where they are the last two members of smackdown live oh oh i got it i got it i got the show i got the match Oh, I have I have a thought too, actually. But you, you you go first. You go first. What you got? My my first match, the very first, at least, actually, uh, I think the very first person eliminated from this match is Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> yes, I think Kurt Hawkins is Im- eliminated immediately. I think I think it's Kurt Hawkins, Shins- Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, Kurt's talking and- a big game, and Nakamura hits him with just a wicked Kinshasa right off the bat. We essentially do a Mike Knox, uh, Shawn Michaels from Survivor Series, I believe, in 2006, I want to say, where Shawn Michaels just super kicks Mike Knox, pins him, and he's just like, whoa, is, was he in the match? <laughs> we do that with Kurt Hawkins and Shinsuke Nakamura. Just a wicked Kinshasa for the pin. Yes, just a wicked uh, Shin Kinshasa, I should say. So... First off will be Hawkins. Then yeah. I believe following up, we should have, in no particular order in my head right now, but I think SmackDown should immediately lose Rusev, Balor, and Nakamura. And it becomes a four-on-two. With Drew and Seth being the only two against mm-hmm. against Bobby Lashley, Ty Dillinger, R-Truth, and Kirstable Kerbin. <laughs> Fuck, I can't, even say, I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> hey, it's me, Constable Kerbin. I'm the perfect 100. <laughs> um. Okay, so do we have any sort of order when it comes to the SmackDown guys, Rusev, Balor, and Nakamura? No, I don't think it makes a difference. Do we have an idea of who pins who? Or who eliminates who? Um, I think Bobby Lashley should be the one to pin the three. I think Bobby Lashley should be like basically the the glue that's holding the Raw team together because he's like the only like. No offense to Dillinger and r Truth, but he's the only really powerful one here. Yeah, that's fair. I think Bobby Lashley should have Bobby Lashley should have most of the eliminations. Okay. I think probably my only not, maybe not all three, but like maybe like two of them. Maybe maybe Constable Corbin eliminates Rusev. Yeah, like Constable Corbin eliminates Rusev. Actually, I was thinking Bobby Lashley could eliminate Rusev, show his power. You know, do like some like crazy lifting move on a big guy like Rusev. Yeah. So maybe maybe cut. Maybe Corbin eliminates Balor. Corbin eliminates Balor. Okay. Old rivalries from the real life. <laughs> okay, let's say Balor 
is eliminated by Corbin. Corbin. Sorry, Corbin. Um, and then um, Rusev is then eliminated by Lashley. And then Nakamura. And then so is Nakamura. Is eliminated by Lashley as well. So now mm. we are looking at a four-on-two match. R-Truth, Ty Dillinger, Constable Corbin, and Bobby Lashley against Seth mm. Rollins and Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Who gets eliminated next? Uh, Corbin. 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 Sorry. How dare you? Corbin. Corbin. By whom? Uh, Corbin gets eliminated via Stomp. By Rollins, then. A copy. By Rollins. So we're leaving with Lashley, R-Truth, and Ty Dillinger. I think it'd be a cool spot if Dillinger and R-Truth got eliminated with a double Claymore. Jesus. I like that. So the the sole survivor on Raw is Bobby Lashley. Actually, because okay. I want... Do we bring it down to a two-on-one, or do we just have... I think we just have... Because we just need Drew McIntyre standing, right? Yes. Okay. So the, I, think, I think it's just Bobby Lashley versus Rollins and McIntyre. And Rollins gets eliminated by Lashley at some point. Yeah, and then it becomes a one-on-one Lashley-McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Two big men. Vince McMahon goes nuts. I also thought of this really cool spot, um, but I don't know if we could do it. Oh, please hit me at that cool spot. I'm going to okay. just right here so, real quickly. Dr- agreed. McIntyre eliminates Truth and uh, Ty Dillinger. Uh, maybe. I don't know. May- okay, Hold holding on. off then. What was your spot? Okay, so I was thinking a spot where it's Rollins and it's McIntyre, and they're kind of, like, both in the ring. And, like, I don't know, like, someone... What if... Oh, okay, here, here's, here's a pitch. Here's a pitch. What if it's them two, and they saw that Lashley has been, like, kind of, like, dominating and been, like, really strong, so they try to take him out? Um, a little bit here, and I was thinking a cool spot where Rollins has Lashley set up for the stomp, and he does it, and then Lashley like bounces off the canvas and gets up into a claymore and rolls out of the ring. It, whoa, whoa! You know what I'm like, 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 like you know, like when like if it's like a finisher, like they'll like bounce up really, like they can like bounce up. Yeah, yeah, or something like like like, like he like hit the he, like hit the mat and like be like all stunned and be up and then McIntyre comes in and just claymores the crap out of him. Was he the legal man or was he not the legal man? Uh, maybe he was. I I think I think he wasn't because then because we want Lashley to be the last guy. So maybe they just try to like he since maybe he wasn't legal, but maybe he like broke up a pin or something, and they just like yeah. got him out of the ring for a little while so they could focus on Dillinger and our truth. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So that that will happen somewhere in this gray area that's happening in the middle of this match. Um, yeah. Then I guess then who would then be the legal man and then who gets eliminated next? Is it our truth? Is it Dillinger? Uh, I think the legal man would be. I think the legal man. Oh, because then we could we could even do the legal man could be uh, McIntyre and he could do the double claymore thing if you want. Okay, yeah, McIntyre gets up, Lashley rolls out, R-Truth and Ty Dillinger maybe start beating down 
Seth Rollins while that's happening, while McIntyre's getting up. Mm -hmm. Um, Rollins dips out real quick because he can see McIntyre coming towards them, the three of them. Rollins dips out. R-Truth and Dillinger both eat double Claymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and who gets pinned? Can he just stack them it on doesn't... top of each other and pin them both? <laughs> yeah, he'll just pin them one after the other. <laughs> yeah. So no, no real order. We'll say R-Truth, then Dillinger. No real order. He just pins them immediately. So we are left with R-Truth and Dillinger gone. It is now Lashley, who just has eaten two finishers, um, versus a weary I feel Rollins like, and McIntyre. Yeah, I, I don't know if that was like – I don't know if like him, them getting pinned was like immediately after he hit those two finishers, but like it was a little – could have been like a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Let's, yeah, a minute or two, a couple minutes. Like enough time for Lashley to recover, I guess. Yeah, to, like, I think I think recover. we definitely it's enough time for Lashley to get into the ring, sweaty as all hell and weary, mm. um, as all bells. I got nothing. Um, and we have that shot of you know McIntyre Rollins on one side versus Lashley, the Dominator. What if Rollins tags himself in? Interesting. Interesting. Would Rollins do that? I don't know. I feel like against McIntyre, he might. Like, if he's with McIntyre, he might, because they're, like, kind of rivals. Yeah, but he's, but Rollins is also smart. He's trying to pull out a win for SmackDown Live. Would he want to go take on Lashley? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Or would he want McIntyre? Like, would he would it, Rollins is also a fighter. He's also a fighting he's a fighting champion. He's not a champion here, but he's a fighter. I mean, would he mm. then go on and fight against Lashley and tag himself in to do so? I don't know. That's tough. I think how about this? McIntyre McIntyre Lashley for a little bit. McIntyre hot tags Rollins in. Rollins does a shit ton of damage and crap. Mm-hmm. But Rollins ultimately gets pinned by Lashley. Yeah, like, he hot tags him, he does a bunch of stuff, and then, like, Lashley comes back, he, like, knocks uh, McIntyre off the, the apron, hits his finisher on Seth Rollins, like, maybe, like, a reversal from, like, a, maybe, like, a finisher reversal into another finisher, and wins the, and pins Rollins, and then we get McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. I'm trying to think of what Bobby Lashley's finisher is. I know he had the Dominator, and I know he has this weird... Uh, suplex, stalling suplex. Mm. I'm trying to think of what the hell his. Was a dominator? Okay, it's just that running power slam. Okay, perfect. Called it. I got it. Oh, I I think I know what you're thinking. Are you thinking? Rollins goes for a curb stomp, sort of like an RKO situation from WrestleMania. Rollins Lashley catches him. Stomp. He jumps up in the air. Lashley cl- catches him. Running power slam. One, two, three. Yep. Yep. That's good. Beautiful. Beautiful. So now that means Lashley has three eliminations. McIntyre has two. And we're heading into the final. Lashley mm-hmm. versus McIntyre. Who will win? Well, McIntyre. <laughs> McIntyre wins. We knew that thanks to the coin flip. 
Yes, we did. Lashley is pinned by McIntyre in an impressive bout by the two of them. Drew McIntyre stands tall, the sole survivor of this team, this match, and the and a winner in SmackDown Live. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Match two, Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy. How does Jeff win this one? How does Jeff Hardy win this one? I have kind of a thought here. Okay. What do you got? Um, I was thinking we get a little bit of an interference here. Ooh, a little bit of an interference here. Ooh. Maybe get maybe get maybe set up Ray for a nice a nice new rivalry. Ooh, a new rivalry for Rey Mysterio here. What you thinking, my dude? I was thinking either Sin Cara or Bray Wyatt. Interesting. So no Mojo Raleigh. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. Bray Wyatt or Sin Cara. Very interesting. Or Kevin Owens. Wait, never mind. He's suspended for the that, wellness policy violation. That would have been good, too, though. But also, he would have been... would have been great, though. He would have been uh, Captain KO if he was still here. Also true. Um... Interesting. Bray Wyatt or Sin Cara? Now, the more obvious heel turn would be Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. But the swerve would be Sin Cara. The swerve would definitely be Sin Cara. <laughs> I kind of have an idea for Bray, though. I don't know if it would work quite yet, though. Like, I don't know if his heel turn would work exactly yet. Okay. Um. Well, let's look. Ooh, at, let's look at the excite- wait. Ooh, no. What do you got? What do you got? You got a. Okay. You got a realization. Okay. So after Mr. so. Bray Wyatt interferes. Um, maybe he like just comes to the ring and like. The ref is like, maybe, and the ref is all like distracted. He's like, "Hey, Bray, what are you doing here? Get out! Get out!" No, this is dumb. No, no, tell me, tell me, what do you got? Let's workshop it. I was gonna say then the then while Bray Wyatt is coming out, the lights go out, and then when they come back on, the ref and Jeff Hardy are not in the ring, and Luke Harper is there, and and Eric Rowan. No, Eric Rowan's out still. He's hurt. Remember? Did. It- did that happen in our universe as well? Did we agree to Z out for our universe? I think I I think we did. I think we agreed with it because we haven't seen the Bludgeon Brothers in a hot minute. That's true. So Rowan is injured. Okay, I just want to mark that down then. That's why. That's why. Because I knew we still had Harper. I thought Rowan was still hurt because we the Bludgeon Brothers dropped the titles, and I think we let Rowan be hurt. I don't know though. I don't really remember. It was a long time ago. I believe I believe you're right. I believe we let I believe we okay. let Rowan be. So hurt. I think it's just Luke uh, Luke Harper for for now. Okay, is he in Wyatt family garb or? I think he's in his old tank top, yeah, and like the sheet mask. Interesting. So wait, okay, hold on. I don't know this. That's why. That's why I think it seems. It just seems kind of weird right now. 
Yeah, it's we. Yeah, I can see why you think it's weird because it's like, what if? So Bray Wyatt, what? If, take out Bray Wyatt completely. Have Luke Harper interfere. Just Luke Harper. Just Luke Harper wearing the Wyatt family mask. Okay. And then we're like, whoa, okay, okay. hold on. We know if all the What's Wyatt going family. On here? Yeah, we know if all the Wyatt family stuff that's happening here. We saw last saw the sheet mask. On the go home episode of SmackDown, with Bray Wyatt picking up that sheet mask, and now Luke Harper's here wearing a sheet mask. Is mm-hmm. the Wyatt family back together? Is Luke Harper? Is he now? The Blood Brothers are gone. Is Luke Harper now part of the Wyatt family? Is this what's happening? Mm-hmm. Or is it just Luke Harper by himself going for the U.S. title? Either way, it's cool. Is Wyatt involved in this? Maybe, maybe Wyatt's not involved. Maybe, we, maybe I think just having the sheet mask might be okay. And then maybe, like on SmackDown or something, like after this, we can have them both come out together. Well, I'm, I am, I'm, I am starting to like the, I am starting to like the idea of just Luke Harper interfering. Yeah, let's do that then. With Bray Wyatt not not even there, but now it's Luke Harper and Wyatt family garb attacking mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio. Yeah, I'm starting to like that idea. I'm like, my as I'm thinking about it, it's like, hold on, I'm starting to like this. Okay, yeah, let's just do Luke Harper then. Yeah, because this isn't necessarily an idea of like, oh, Wyatt is heel now, or Harper is heel, or. White is still face, or white is face, or whatever, whatever that dynamic is. Mm. But it's like, oh, what the heck? What the heck in a deck is this? Do we want to have him come out in like full Wyatt garb, or do we want to have him be like in Bludgeon Brothers garb with the sheet mask on? Bludgeon Brothers garb with the sheet mask. Yeah, I think that is very. It, that is. If we're if we're purposely doing a lot of wrinkly like what the hell is happening here, Bludgeon Brother Garb Wyatt Family Mask is definitely like what the hell. Mm-hmm. And then he just comes in, lights flicker out, lights come back on. Jet Hardy and Ref are not there. Bludgeon Brother Luke Harper and Bludgeon Brother Garb but a Wyatt Family sheet mask, discus clothesline to Rey Mysterio. Lights go back out. Lights come back on. Ref and Jeff Hardy are back in the ring, obviously confused about what just happened. Jeff Hardy sees mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio down. Jeff Hardy swan ton bombs. Rey Mysterio, one, two, three. Jeff Hardy wins. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's pretty cool. I'm down <laughs> for that. That is honestly that is cool as hell. All right, all right. That's that's neat. This is cool. I'm liking this. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, whoa. What if Sin Cara Luke, is the new Luke leader Harper of the Wyatt family? <laughs> Sin Cara was the black sheep all along. Sin Cara Negro is back. Sin Cara takes off his mask and it's just Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do that. Their uh, size is quite different. <laughs> yeah, they're quite the different body shape. I'm down for it though honestly i'm down for it mm. i'm in it okay um well then let's i okay then yeah and then that's cement to that jeff hardy wins one two three 
Cool. Okay, then talk to me about the bar versus the club. The club pick up the win here. Talk to me about what happens. Is it just a normal straight-up match? Any spots you can pick out in your brain? What are you thinking? Oh, man, the clear the clear answer for why the club won would be undisputed era interfering, but we just had an interference with Luke Harper, and I don't think they – I think it might just be a good, clean club win. Yeah, it would definitely be overkill if we did. Yeah. Uh, another interference. I don't want to don't want to overbook here. Especially knowing that next match is Miz with Mike Canellis versus Dan Bryan. We know there's going to be some some shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah, then maybe it's just a straight up club win over the bar. Mm-hmm. So in my so I did think of a storyline here. Uh I mentioned this to you in our in our, our private uh, uh text thread. Um mm. But I picked up on the fact that the bar, Sheamus and Cesaro, ever since SmackDown Live started, ever since the show has started, have been undefeated. Mm-hmm. They had never, not once, lost a match. Yep. They've been on a gosh dang tear of the SmackDown Live tag team community. The very first loss they've ever had was the go-home episode of SmackDown Live against the Undisputed Era. Granted, neither of them were pinned, but they've finally first taken their first loss. I don't know if that's like a prevalent like storyline in- thing, but it is a thought that they have finally had a loss and they're going into this and they lose again versus the club. Yeah, definitely. I think maybe they're a little they're a little maybe they're a little psyched out. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair is that they're a little they're a little shaken up a little bit from undisputed era, so maybe you know, we're breaking we're we're, ch- we're at least chiseling at that concrete wall that is the bar mm-hmm. yeah okay um any any specific spots you can pick out in this match in your brain oh dude i don't know uh i don't know do you have anything i got i got nothing i literally got nothing i don't i can't think of a single uh big old spot i'm trying to think of one where the club's going for their magic killer but then somehow it turns into an uppercut from Cesaro, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to do that, and I don't. I don't think it's possible. Yeah, I have no. I have no clue. Yeah, I guess it's just a match. It's just a normal, straight up match with the club winning. Yeah, the maybe, club maybe, just maybe, win. Maybe Magic killer. Just have, maybe we could just have like an announce table spot or something. Sure, announce table spot. Or do we want to? Or do we want to save that for Becky and Ronda? That's like the problem. A lot of this stuff is like when you start figuring out the show, it's like, oh, well, we can't do it later then. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess it could just be like a, just a, a straight up match. Yeah, I guess it is. Maybe there straight is a few match. Let's say there is a few big spots. We just don't know what they are. Yeah, there's. De- I mean, there's definitely big spots. It's sort of like a big hoss match. Raw, raw book the big spots. <laughs> um, who pins whom? Um. Anderson pins Cesaro or Sheamus. Anderson pins Sheamus. Anderson pins Sheamus. I imagine via Magic Killer. Who who ate who ate the pin? Who ate the pin in the Go Home Show? Oh, Kyle ate the pin, right? So it doesn't matter. Anderson pins Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. No, sorry, you, you were saying. Sorry, you were saying like I was just saying. I was trying to figure out who took the last pin. Who took the last pin from the bar? But then I realized nobody ever has yet. Except the one match they lost, it wasn't their fault. 
Yeah, and they weren't pinned. Styles was pinned by Adam Cole. Yep, the one match they lost, none, neither of them got pinned. So neat. And here they lose another match, but that, they definitely eat a pin here. Sheamus yeah. gets pinned by Carl Anderson. A little psyched out, no, Mister Anderson. Starting to get uh, the bar, starting to get shaken here. I think their confidence might be wavering a bit. Yeah. I agree. Next up, The Miz versus Daniel Bryan. Sorry, Dan Bryan. <laughs> the Miz versus Dan Bryan. Dan Bryan. Dan Bryan. I think in some way, shape, or form, before the match starts, we have a backstage segment where Ooh, okay. where Paige calls The Miz and Canellis back to her office, I guess, and gives the ultimatum <laughs> of either Canellis is barred from ringside and if he shows up, Miz loses. Or Mike Canellis in a shark cage. <laughs> or on a pole. Or on a pole. This is one of the this is one of the rare instances where a shark cage match makes sense. Sort of. I think I think Canellis should be barred from ringside. I, I hate to do a shark cage and not and say no to it, Mikey. You know you know we love a good shark cage here. Yeah, it feels I I know why you would say no to that, because it's more of a comedic thing. And it doesn't feel as serious as the Dan Bryan yes. feud should be, yes. or has become. That's how, I think that's that's how I feel about it. Is that this match should be Miz Bryan one on one? Yeah, I think Paige drops the bomb on Miz and Canellis that Canellis is banned ringside, and if Canellis shows his face at ringside in any way, Miz loses. Oh, Why do you have to say shows his face in any way? What do you mean? Like if he show, like if he shows. Like- my immediate thought, you said the phrase, shows his face in any way. If Paige says that, my immediate thought is Mike Canellis interferes being, I don't know, Captain Canada. <laughs> With a mask. And wears a mask and interferes in this match. Let's just say, let's just put the general statement out there. Canellis is barred from ringside. If Canellis yes. shows up, Miz loses. GM Page tells, okay, I'm cool with that. Tells the Miz that, oh, maybe this could be like, maybe this could be like one of the trip, like one of like the decisions that she talked over with like Triple H or something, where it's like Mike Kanellis and Miz have been like, basically a, like ninety percent of the interferences that SmackDown has been having. So maybe we should stop this. GM Page is like, just talk to Triple H. You told me to corral you guys, so I've made the decision. Canellis is barred from ringside. We've both decided that you guys are together. You guys are a problem. So Mike Canellis, tonight you're banned from ringside. And if you do end up interfering in the match or showing up, Miz, you lose. I like it. I like it. Let's make this blood feud a little bit less convoluted. Straight up Miz versus Dan Bryan. Or, or, Miz versus Daniel Bryan, steel cage match. Well, it's gonna be hard to fit the pole in there. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Uh, 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 <laughs> right, we can't do the pole how then. How how silly of me. Daniel Bryan cage. in and the Miz in a shark cage match. <laughs> Ellis is just watching from the from the ring. 
They're 20 feet in the air in a tiny confined space wrestling. That is the most terrifying <laughs> match I've ever thought of in my life. I hope no one on the Indies has ever done it. Can't go wrong. That sounds like a goddamn like CZW match. It's not like they could it's not like they could do much in the freaking shark cage anyway. No, but like someone falls and then they fall into I don't know glass panes or something stupid. Yeah, probably that's, some crazy That's combat zone wrestling right there. Okay. Ms. Daniel Bryan, possibly a steel cage. Um, Like, maybe instead of Paige telling Canellis he's banned from ringside, maybe he's like, Canellis, you've been a problem lately. So, to stop you from interfering, we've, we're putting Ms. and Daniel Bryan in a steel cage. I don't know. Maybe, no, maybe that wouldn't be as good because it wouldn't be as surprising because the steel cage would just kind of be there. Well... What if we sort of retroactively? What if we sort of retroactively decide over the weekend going into the show that we make it a steel cage match? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's not that that should have been something we announced in the go home show at least. And now that yep, we didn't, I completely we, agree. Now that we didn't, maybe it's just the ban from ringside announcement is better, or makes more sense at least. Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. I think it was a steel cage match. We should have decided that last week, and that's kind of on me because I just I just thought of it. <laughs> no, I mean, no, that's fine. I mean, it's not on you. I mean, your your thoughts happen now. I mean, that's not a thing. Yeah. I mean, if anything, my immediate thought goes to Canella somehow gets involved via Captain Quebec or whatever. I think the I believe it's Captain Quebec. via some he, via, he, 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 via something where he's like, I'm not like Canellis. Yes. And uh, then we get a steel cage match on SmackDown. Ooh. 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 I like it. So we're saying The Miz wins via distraction from Captain Quebec. Via distraction from totally not Mike Kanellis. Or. Interesting. Or. or a distraction from Maria Kanellis. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Maria Canellis. Would this be too much? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Should we just end this rivalry? This rivalry has been going on since before SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So this has been what? That was August. So August, let's say July. Well, I guess August. August, September, October, November. About almost, About four months. Do we have Miz and Daniel Bryan move on here? Or at least move on to come back later, let's say WrestleMania-ish. Yeah. I don't know. I do like the idea of a steel cage match, though, at some point. Yeah, me too. Maybe we do Maybe we do that. Maybe we do the, 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 the not Mike Kanellis interference and have the... I like the idea of the not Mike Kanellis interference, then on SmackDown we have a steel cage match, and that could be, like, the end of it for now. Yeah. We move on. We move on from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's okay. I like it. I like it. Sorry, not Captain Quebec. Calgary Kid. Calgary Kid. There it is. Um, the Miz wins. Interference by the Calgary Kid. <laughs> A person no one expected to come back. No one expected to ever see. The interference by the Calgary Kid. A.K.A. Mike Canales. 
Um, okay, yeah, and I think that opens the door for a very good return home show for SmackDown Live. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think we got a main event already. I don't think it's an advertised main event, but I think we got a main event in our heads. Yeah. I like it. Then let's move on. Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey. Becky Lynch picks up the win here, defeating Ronda Rousey. Let's go. Is this Ronda Rousey's first loss? Probably. <laughs> I want to say yes. Yeah, that sounds I, about I right. I want to say yes. I don't think... I don't think she's lost to anyone. At least I can't think of a time where she's lost to someone. And also because who would have been the person to lose her? Lose... She would have lost to... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look it up real quick. But okay, any thoughts on Becky Lynch? How does she win this match? Um, I don't think yes. I. I Ronda don't. Rousey is, Ronda, sorry, Ronda Rousey is undefeated. She has never lost. Becky Lynch is, will be officially her first loss, unless of course she lost on Raw already. I doubt it. Um, so let's say Becky Lynch is Ronda Rousey's very first loss. That coin flip pushing Becky Lynch to the moon, huh? Yeah, it is. It totally is. How does Becky Lynch win here? Um, I don't think it's via submission. That because that would be a bold ass play. If, we, if Becky Lynch wins at that disarm, her bold ass move. I'm about to say. Uh, I think both of them try to tap each other out with their arm bars, with their respective arms. Um, but it never. It doesn't work. There's always like a rope break or some reversal into a pin or something. You know. I think I get. I guess let's say in kayfabe they were both expecting each other to do that, so they both were prepared for it. Yeah, I mean they're both masters of a specific kind of arm bar. I imagine they know how to reverse or get out of other variations, or at least at least an arm bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Becky Lynch wins via pinfall here. Via pinfall. Wow. Well, it's either pinfall or submission, right? Fair enough, because I don't. I don't think Ronda would be the one to get her. I, guess, I don't think Ronda would want to get herself DQ'd. Fair enough. Um, via pinfall, I imagine via a Bexploder. Maybe, maybe, maybe a few. Maybe, hear me out. Super Bexploder. Super Bexploder through an announce table. Yes. Through announce table, you're gonna put Ronda Rousey away. Something's gotta put her away. And a Bexploder, presumably off of maybe a ladder. I was thinking... Let's just say barricades. Yeah, Let's I was going to say the barricades would be better, probably. Super Bexploder off of the barricades through the announce table. And then Becky throws Ronda into the ring. Mm. One, two, three, game over. Wow. The great Ronda Rousey is defeated by none other than... Becky Lynch. Wow. Holy crap. This show is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this show is we got, great. We what got are you talking about? Th- we got awesome. Bexploder through the table. We got a Harper interference. We got Calgary Kid. <laughs> yeah. We got freaking Calgary Kid, y'all. You know how much money we had to spend on him? God damn. Awesome. I love it. Uh, Next up. Second to last match, AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose picks up the win, Universal Championship. I imagine, is this... I mean, initially, the very first question is, heel or face Dean Ambrose? Uh... 
Part of me feels like this is a face Dean Ambrose that won the Universal Championship via his love for Roman Reigns. <laughs> his love for Roman Reigns. That's all I got. That's the best I got right now. <laughs> <laughs> he loved him. He loved him so hard. <laughs> the title made his way to him. Yeah, that's all I got. That's the best. Really, the best I got right now. <laughs> Um, but, okay, besides that, how would Dean Ambrose win in the great Dean Ambrose-AJ Styles war of yesteryear? Mm-hmm. How, how does he win? How does Dean Ambrose beat AJ Styles? So far, all of our really strong people who haven't lost yet on SmackDown have, are getting their asses kicked. Yep. Yep, not, yep. Not a fun time for totally SmackDown, true. dude. Not a fun time. No, it is not. Should also be said, like I said about the shame, the bar situation, this is officially AJ Styles' first loss. No, it's not. Uh, all the other matches he had were draws where he didn't win. This is officially his first loss, and it's a pin by Adam Cole. It's not a... Oh, yeah, well, that's his first loss. I thought you were talking about the, against Dean Ambrose. <laughs> oh, no, this will be a second loss. <laughs> yeah, Adam Cole was his first loss. Yeah, this is um the undisputed era. Huh, how does Dean Ambrose pick up the win here? Hmm. Now this is audience. This may be uh, obvious at this point. It is it, this is sort of tough to the sense that like we don't know what Raw's doing, so we can only think of like endings that would help SmackDown Live. I guess. Yeah. Like the Rey Mysterio Jeff Hardy thing, the Bar Club. Maybe that's a storyline they do. Like I don't like I don't want to say that interference by undisputed era, mm-hmm. because one we've already had an interference during we've the already show had two earlier, but two it's the same, and then it would also be like the same sort of style that Jeff Hardy won last time. Yeah, it would be the exact same finish, and then we obviously don't know what Dean Ambrose storyline thing is. So I pitched the idea of like he won it with the love of Roman Reigns, and let's say he wins with a Superman punch or something. Oh, that would be cool if he won with like a spear or like a Superman punch. Yeah, yeah, I can get, I can that's, get down with that's, that. That's that's what I got. That's okay. literally all okay. I got for Raw because okay. I so, don't know what their storylines are. No, 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 that actually works. That actually works because Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles have had a history together. They have had they have had a rivalry before. They have fought before, so they know each other. So Dean Ambrose pulls out some new stops from his Shield brother Roman Reigns to. Kind of throw AJ off a little bit, and that's how he wins. I like it. That make I like that storyline. That makes sense. Superman punch as as a tri- as a tribute, and to throw off AJ. Yeah, there's there's tactics to it. Um, because I mean AJ Styles faced Roman Reigns, but that was like like 2015. That was years ago. So you're not expecting it from Dean Ambrose, certainly. So strat- strategy wise, plus motivational or inspirational or whatever respect towards Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. That makes sense. I like it. I then think... let's head into our main event, Mikey. Let's chugga, 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 choo-choo. Right into the main I, event. I got nothing, dude. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm so, I'm, along, I apologize for that. Like one. a train into this main event. <laughs> The women's Survivor Series match with Raw picking up the win. We talked about it earlier, way early on. 
a pitch mm-hmm. between Sasha Banks being the sole survivor or the Iconics. What are we thinking here? I think Sasha Banks would be a better um, final image, I guess, of the pay-per-view. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then uh, what happens? How? What happens in this match? Uh, we got Sony Deville, Sasha Banks, Billy Kay, Dana Brooke, and Peyton Royce all facing off against Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Nia Jax, uh, Nikki Bella, and Lana. Hmm. I don't know what what what's some good spots we could do here. What's some good who can pin who here? Now I'm gonna say final two could either be Sasha Banks versus either Nikki Bella or Bailey. Interesting. Or of course Charlotte Flair, but I think those two could be a better pick. Huh. I like or Sasha of Banks both. and. I like Sasha Banks and uh, Bailey. You said right. Yep. Yeah, I like that. Final two: Bailey, Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think also I do think the Raw tag the Raw team does work together at some point to eliminate Nia Jax. Okay. Is Nia Jax first eliminated? Maybe not the first, but at some point I think they all come together and like do like all their finishers or something like that, or just all group up together and like stack on top of Nia Jax to pin her like dog pile on top of Nia Jax at the end, you know? Okay. Yeah. 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 I like it. I like that. It makes sense. Nia Jax being the, I, I hate saying the word, but I guess it is the term monster. I mean, it, I, I don't like saying that about Nia the Jax. Power, the powerhouse. Thank you. Powerhouse works much better. Um, the powerhouse Nia Jax. Okay, so then who gets eliminated? So okay, who gets eliminated first? It sounds like it sounds like we might have like, I don't know who who gets eliminated first. How do we get to our finale? Or maybe it should work from the finale backwards. That would be, it would be. So the finale we have Sasha Banks and Bailey, yeah. Yes. So that's Bailey gets eliminated by Banks. Um, how do we how do we get there? Who is eliminated so we get to Sasha Banks and Bailey? Part of me want to say is Nikki Bella. Okay. I don't know why, but I do like some for some reason I like the imagery of Sasha Banks defeating Nikki Bella. I like that. The only thing I about that is we also need someone to take down Charlotte. My thought legitimately is Char- is Charlotte Flair getting taken da- down by the Iconics. You think so? I know so. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, if you're that confident, then we'll go with it. <laughs> I'm that I'm that confident plus a slice of bread. Why a slice of bread? I like toast. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what's happening with me. I think ever since I said Constable Kerbin, I've been losing my brain as the show has been happening. All right. So the iconics together probably take out Charlotte. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something about it that I feel it feels right there. Something about the Iconics, Peyton Royce pinning Charlotte Flair feels right to me in my head. Like it just it sound like it's like yes that yeah. Um, that's just fine. Fine with me. So at some point we got Flair eliminated by Royce. Mm-hmm. 
Roy Royce with I imagine Billy Kay's help. Definitely. Maybe like maybe like a roll up grabbing the tights. Yeah. Some yeah, heel like way that. to do it. Feet on the okay. ropes. Okay, well then we're we're constructing a, a timeline here. Then after Flair gets eliminated, does Nia Jax get eliminated before? So yeah, does Nia Jax get eliminated before or after Charlotte Flair? Um, after, I think. After, okay. Who takes out? Who pins or submits Nia Jax? Pins uh the entirety of the Raw team, <laughs> or what's left of the Raw team? Yeah, at this point. Okay. Okay, so that Raw team would include at least Banks and probably Royce and Billy Kay. Mm-hmm. And maybe just the three maybe just the three of them. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay. So I'll I'll update that to say Banks, Kay, and Royce. So that means that Bailey is so who's still in this match after Jax gets eliminated is Sasha Banks, Billy Kay, and Peyton Royce. Whoops, sorry, I hit the microphone. Till Daniel Brooke and Sony Deville get eliminated. So before Nia Jax, do they get eliminated before or after Charlotte Flair? Mm-hmm. Maybe one gets eliminated before and one gets eliminated after. Maybe like Dana maybe like Dana Brooke gets eliminated by Nia Jax and Sony Deville gets eliminated by Charlotte. Okay. Okay, so who? Wait, sorry, say it again. Who gets eliminated by Flair? Uh, who gets eliminated by Flair? Sonia. Okay, so Flair, Flair is eliminated by Royce, and we said that that uh, Brooke is then you said eliminated by Jax. Mm-hmm. Okay, so right now our order of elimination is Sonia Deville, Charlotte Flair. Dana Brooke, Nia Jax, and Bailey as their finisher. So we've got a lot of people left here to be eliminated. We have um, Billy Kane, Peyton Royce, both have to be eliminated at some point. Mm. And on the SmackDown side, Nikki Bella and Lana have to be eliminated. So I think Lana could be eliminated by <sighs> Billy Kay. Okay. Um, before or after Nia Jax? Hmm. Bef- well, it's got to be after, right? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where. Uh, let's say before. Before, okay. Before, or after Dana Brooke. But uh, maybe Lana's just the first one out on the SmackDown team. <laughs> okay, Lana is getting the Kurt Hawkins treatment. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I don't think she's getting eliminated in the first point nine seconds of the match. Yeah. Uh, who eliminates Lana on the Raw team? This would be the very first elimination, so everyone's up for grabs. Who eliminates Lana? Sonya. I, I, for some reason, I agree. I completely agree. My head was like, yeah, Sonya Deville should do it. Okay, so on the SmackDown side left, we have Nikki Bella. And on the uh, Raw side left, we have Billy Kay and Peyton Royce getting eliminated at some point. So it sounds like, so at some point, it looks like we have a team of Bailey and Nikki Bella. At the very end, it looks like there's a team of Nia, Sasha Banks, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce versus Bailey and Nikki, uh, Nikki Bella. Mm-hmm. I think Nikki Bella takes out one of the iconics, and ba- and Bailey okay. t- and Bailey takes yeah, out the other. Bailey takes out the other, and then Sasha eliminates Nikki, 
and then we get okay Sasha versus Bailey. Okay, then let's say uh, uh, Royce is eliminated by Bailey. Sure, and Billy is eliminated by Nikki. Yes, who then Sasha Banks comes up, and I'm gonna say quick roll up. Sasha Banks quick roll up pins Nikki Bella one two three immediately. Yep, Nikki Bella's out of here. Sasha Banks Bailey one on one to close out this show. Mm-hmm. So our order is Lana, then Deville, then Flair, then Brooke, then Jax, then Royce, then Kay, then Bella, then Bailey, and Sasha Banks is the sole survivor. Yep. Okay, then that is that. That is our show. That is our pay-per-view, Survivor Series pay-per-view. Um, we done did it, guys. I'll hit you with that rundown because that, that takes up so much time. But what doesn't take that much time and what actually may take up a lot of time and destroy us is the randomizer, Mikey. Oh, no. The randomizer. Ra- Any- randomizer, we're already, we're already at two hours, please. <laughs> Anything could happen in WWE, so we wanted to replicate that with the randomizer. Mikey, I believe it is your turn to hit this randomizer, not to put more stress on you, Great. but I believe Loving it is your that. turn. Loving that. All right. Well, I guess we better refresh then. Uh, a great oh, pay-per-view that Jesus. I'm in love with. I'm terrified of what could happen. Let us find out yep. together, folks. Refreshing, 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 refreshing. If there's a if there is another wellness policy violation, I'm going to blow a gasket and figure out find it. I I have to figure out what's wrong with our wellness policy because something's up. Something's wrong, obviously. All right, it's coming up. It's coming up. All right, Ryan, the randomizer rolled yes. minor injury. <sighs> Okay, so I hit the microphone <laughs> again. Okay, so it's just minor. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's it's not wellness policy. So what a minor injury says is roll a d whatever to figure out who it goes mm-hmm. to to see what wrestler gets hurt. Then a d four minus one to see how many weeks they're out. Okay, so at max we lose somebody for three weeks. At max three weeks. At mi- minus, they're fine. They can come back on Tuesday. Yeah, at mo. At least, at the least, they come back on Tuesday. They just have to be out for a, just a little bit. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Um, so let me... I really should write down the number of our roster members, but let me count up again how many people are on our roster. Should it just... It shouldn't be the whole roster, right? Just be whoever's in the show. Good point. It should just be... Yeah, because it just affects people who are wrestling. Yeah. Okay, then. Does this affect Raw people? Well, we have no idea because we have no idea how many participants are in the 205 Live and the Raw matches. Exactly. I think it's. I think we just keep it to our uh, SmackDown. Okay, then. So right off the bat, we got 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I'm going to count Mike Kanellis. Okay, that's fair. 12, 13, 18. 18? Okay. And we're just going to go it straight down our match list thing of, like, 
first person would be Balor, then Rusev, then Nakamura, then Rollins, then Lashley, then Rey Mysterio, then Sheamus, Cesaro, um, mm-hmm. Miz, Brian, Canellis, Becky Lynch, Styles, then the men, or sorry, the women of Lana, Flair, Jax, Bella, and Bailey. Mm-hmm. And that is our 18 possible people that could get injured. Okay. I am rolling the die. 15. Okay. Uh, so we work backwards. Bailey is 18. Okay. Bella is 17. Jax is 16. Flair is 15. Wow, Flair. <laughs> wow, Flair. Charlotte Flair just coming back from suspension as a possibility of being injured for three weeks. Mikey, your thoughts as I roll this D4. After she just came back. <laughs> wow. A D4 minus one. So minus one of being a modifier. Okay. Okay. That, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Two. Two minus one. Charlotte Flair is out for one week. Okay. She literally misses the next episode. Okay. That's it. We can handle that. That's fine. That's fine. Whew. Okay. That's pretty good. I can handle that. Yeah, that's fine. That's totally fine. That's a totally fine outcome. That's per- perfectly fine outcome for us. That could have been so much worse. Mm-hmm. That could have been four. This should have, that could have been. So what does that mean? She just literally misses next or this Tuesday's episode of SmackDown Live and hit the books. It's easy. That's fine. Mm-hmm. If it was four weeks, she could have been like one, two, three, four. Oh no, she four weeks. That's totally fine. But uh, yeah, that's totally yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like slightly in denial and also at the same time what the hell Charlotte Flair stop <laughs> missing time just just stay consistent Charlotte we're trying to build some sort of thing for Becky and Flair I guess and we can't do it on this Tuesday <sighs> god dang it god dang it Charlotte Flair what are you doing what are you how First you're doing drugs, now you're getting hurt. <laughs> what are you what are you doing? It's me, Constable Kerbin. <laughs> it's me, Constable You kids, you whippersnappers and your broken ankles and your and your sprained knees and your <laughs> I, I I as an old man I gotta tell you a sprained knee hurts like the Dickens. <laughs> okay well that is our survivor series pay-per-view special thank you all for listening to this two hour long episode roughly um thank you so much we love you all so 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 much thank you all for listening to hit the books uh for more wrestling fun come follow us at hit the books pod on twitter vote in our exciter meter polls and our booking polls there will be a booking poll for this episode, Survivor Series, and then no Excitrometer poll for this Sunday, or not this Sunday's, this Tuesday's episode of Hit the Books, but there will be a booking one for that Wednesday. But yeah, go and vote in our Excitrometer and booking polls. Uh, that helps determine a lot of things for us. Uh, 
for instance, uh, this didn't happen the show, but when we were deciding between Sin Car and Mikey, I was looking, legitimately looking at the excitometer and the booking polls for those Rey Mysterio, Sin Car, and Bray Wyatt matches. Just, I was about to say, like, oh, well, Bray Wyatt has a bigger booking excitometer number. Why don't we do Bray Wyatt? Legitimately, those votes help determine what we do on the show. Granted, we didn't do it in this show. We promise we're not just saying it. <laughs> I prom- I legit promise not just saying it. There's a whole thing. We'll go over it on this. We'll go over it all, I think, on this Tuesday's episode of SmackDown Live. Uh, and to, I guess to keep you excited for that, we'll go over. I tallied and figured out, based on your votes of Excitometer and your booking votes, who is a draw and whose storylines are being loved by you fans. And we can talk about that this Tuesday. Uh, and that can help. That that will probably help Mikey and I decide our rivalries going forward uh who might go up into the world title picture who might go down to some other IC title or US title picture or how we can how we can figure our women's division undercard out anyways that it can all be done if you follow at hit the books pod and vote in his excitometer polls and booking polls more people have been doing it i love you for it if you have any more ideas to add to our randomizer um, you can also tweet them at hit the books pod. We'll put them in our list and shout you out when they happen. And when they hurt us desperately, we start crying on the show live. You can also hit us with a subscribe or leave a review on iTunes, telling people how much you love hit the books. We would love you for it. We would appreciate it. So, 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 so much. If you would leave us a review on iTunes, that is all for this Sunday special pay-per-view episode survivor series episode of hit the books. We will see you all this Tuesday for SmackDown Live Hit the Books regular episode recording podcast show episode. Until next time, until Tuesday, Mikey, little Mackie Manfredi, we've got two words for you. Book it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.